my headphones in my car. That's all right. We're going to do a no headphones one today. Can go get them. But uh, yeah, Should I? do you know? So he's he's so he's leaving. So Jordan Jordan, the producer slash producer himself, leaving for two and a half months to UK, not going to Australia. I think that's a win. Oh, so you're going where the actual people live and not where they sent their prisoners? Yes. I think Australia would have. Been, I think Australia would be fun. I, honestly, honest to God, I thought Australia sounded like that was going to be a fun thing. It's back when for them was, right now though. Back when I was well. Yeah, they're like, Still 70, Still degrees. 70 yeah. degrees. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that, sound, that sounds terrible. And I can identify as a big, as a fellow big fella, cooler temperatures, better. Much better. Otherwise, you get in the pit stains. I'm going to get them anyway. That's true. I mean, I can do it I without need to get my headphones. Literally, I mean, like someone sees me at work, it's like, damn, dude, you nah, I'm taking these work? off. And I was like, yeah. Just checking yeah, I just uh, wanted to hear And I'm like, never mind. No, I, I didn't run to work. I, I just, uh, I made a, might miss off a cup of coffee. Yeah. I made a cup of coffee literally a second ago. I mean, I had to grind up the beans. I mean, but I just know. had to button my shirt up. Literally, literally nothing else. I could sweat so easily. So, Jordan, what is uh, what's your uh, most anticipated thing in the UK? What are you looking forward to the most? You? I think it's kind of. I don't know. Not sure. I don't a lot. You seem nervous. <laughs> hey i feel like this is the most this is the well, other than maybe canada this would be the second country the second ranked country in terms of like the least amount of culture shock you're gonna get between between uh, uh i think australia though. you think australia, australia pretty much the US. <clears throat> yeah it's true just in hotter so hell there's there's a few things you're sitting gonna underneath wanna... an opening in the ozone <clears throat> There's a few thing you, things you're going to want to keep in mind. If if you're you know trying to eat healthy and you say you want to lose some pounds, maybe rephrase it. Use some use some lose some kilos. Someone might mug because they may yeah, they may yeah. think you're just trying to Fuck. toss out some. You'll some get mugged. They'll mug you. Oh, you want to lose some? Uh, you want to lose uh, some pounds? Oh, you want to lose some pounds? Do ya? Uh, turn out your knickers. <laughs> Let me see. Let me see the pounds, mate. <laughs> that's just uh, that's how they talk in, uh, in yeah Britain, in Great Britain. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, definitely rephrase that, Jordan, <clears throat> for sure. Chips or French fries? Yeah, chips or French fries. Biscuits or cookies? You have to you have to drink tea and eat biscuits at noon every day. Kappa. Yep. Bees and honey for money. You need to eat a full. <laughs> you, hey, you know what you I'm need talking to do? about? You definitely need to get a full English. I brought that movie up like ten times. No one's Jay, seen it apparently. What? What? Uh, Green Street Hooligans. No. I Jay, haven't seen it. If you if you don't send me a picture of a full English breakfast your first day and great first day. First day First day, you got to get a full English. You know what a full English breakfast is? It's like literally not breakfast food. It's literally it's like beans and it's beans and ugh. sausage and eggs and so it's like uh, a like, breakfast burrito without the pudding tortilla. What the pudding is and too? Pudding? Like a, pudding is like well, pudding there is like a, it's like a bread. It's like a bread. Well, I think pudding just generally means like a dessert. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, and it's like I mean, and then there's blood something and 
I mean, dude, it is unbelievable the amount of like straight blood. No, I think it's like blood. <clears throat> blood is it is it an or, honor of or is Queen it blood Bloody Mary? Probably, I think it's like I think it's blood, blood pudding. Pudding. I don't know. No, it's it's an honor of Queen Bloody Mary who bathed in blood because she thought it made her skin look younger. It's a tradition. That now. was Elizabeth Bathory, but yeah, well, really, yep, yeah. Oh, Bloody Mary was Elizabeth <laughs> Bathory. Wait, did Bloody Mary just kill a bunch of people? Then? I don't know. I don't know, but I talk to her every night. And you know what? I spin let's, her around uh, three times, say her name, and she's there every let's time. Have, let's have our listeners she's the best friend I've ever check had. us on this, or fact check me on this, I guess. Um, you know what? You should be excited for though a properly pulled, a properly pulled pint. Yeah, warm. And <laughs> you get to celebrate. You get to celebrate the Fourth of July in England. Yeah. So you get to rub it in their face even more. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm kind of jealous yeah, actually. It's gonna be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Fourth of July, my birthday the next day. That'd be oh. so is, fun. Are, are your, is your fam gonna come visit you while you're over there? That'd be a good time to come visit. I would think not. No. <laughs> no. No. I'll come visit you. You got like Cinemax that goes abroad. <laughs> we we show up on your <laughs> we show Ooh, up let's do your it. apartment and record an episode and go home. <laughs> the most expensive episode Jordan yet. it's Tuesday We're here for the podcast <laughs> yeah. Are you fucking kidding me <laughs> Guys, I'm, I'm, I'm literally working right now Oh I know you're going to be working It's Cinemaxic time baby <laughs> Oh Jordan we're going to miss you We're going to miss you And I'm going to try and not uh, totally destroy the production of this thing uh, While you are away I will be purchasing uh, equipment I gotta get these two things, I think, and uh, gotta make do. With, uh, gotta gotta try my best to do to to make you proud. You got this. Over under two episodes we record that aren't actually recorded. Tanner's ran the thing before. He should be able to press the button. Well, these are. <clears throat> well, he's ran this thing. It's gonna be a different. How much did these two things cost, by the way? I said you had them on the way. No, I I'm going to purchase them. I had to ask you first what these are. Oh. Max just buys things. He doesn't look at how much it costs. Money's yeah. money's immaterial. Yeah. What? Oh. Yeah. All right. Um, the reason I went that way is because I didn't have to have a computer. Do this. Can I? Oh, okay. I wonder. That's even cheaper. We'll figure something out. We'll, we'll, I'll come up with a. I'll, we'll, Jordan and I will text back and forth, come up with a, a plan of attack, and uh, make this happen. But in other words, Cinemaxic is on GoFundMe. You can find <laughs> our uh, campaign for podcast equipment yeah, yeah, for why George's. Yeah. <laughs> Please just just uh, Venmo us directly. Please God, if there's any of if there's a rich person out there who listens to us, we need you now more than ever. We provide you with mediocre movie news content. <laughs> And we expect you to give us back six hundred dollars worth of podcast equipment, and uh, back <laughs> we're back in business, baby. Yeah, dude, that dropped bank when we did this. Uh, like hundred bucks. Mike's for like hundred per. What? Joe, why did you tell me this? I crushed it. I feel really bad. I feel really bad that we didn't chip in. I I will I will absolutely chip in for some of this now. <clears throat> All right. You know what? Okay. You know what? We'll we'll pay for your. We'll uh, we'll we'll pay for your plane well, ticket. Are you, are you still doing third and lunch? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sweet man. Well, I I will. Well, they they purchased a Zoom recorder, and they are borrowing two. I think 
I think I'll look. I'm gonna look into something. I, I'm gonna send you something called the. I think I've told you about this, but it's like the Roadcaster Pro or something, and it's a it's a whole unit type of thing. I know, but it's super expensive. But we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I have some things coming up, but we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna keep at it. And we're gonna give the best content we possibly can, like we do every single week. Jordan, we're gonna miss you. On today's Cinemax stick, we're gonna cover <laughs> some movie news. We're gonna talk about. <laughs> <laughs> miss you right on into this i thought that was a good transition i thought that was a good transition uh, it just didn't, right. it didn't feel heartfelt i've i love the guy i think you're fine i my heart I breaks right. i weep I didn't, I, didn't I, weep. It, I didn't think it was fine i'm i, I feel for you <laughs> on today's cinemax take we're going to be covering some things in the movie news not too much and we're going to talk about what we want to watch this week or what we have watched but mostly in the spirit of E3 being this week, Electronics Entertainment Expo, for those of you who don't know, it's a big video game conference. We're going to talk about video game movies that have come and video game movies that we want to see come in the future. So, without further ado, <laughs> it's time to dive in. This is Cinemaxtic. <laughs> That's gonna yeah, sound. <laughs> oh, shit, that is so I'm sorry. good. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, I'm so sorry. All right, guys. Uh, as always, I'm your host Max Leadham at Max Fozzie, back again for another great episode of the Cinemaxic Podcast. Joined with me, as always, are my friends Tanner Rush, straight across the table from me at Danger Rush. How are you doing today, my friend? Good. That's a very floral shirt. I like it. Yeah, where'd you where'd you get that? Uh, Marshalls. I don't know where it was originally sold, because, you know, Marshalls yeah. is, you know, it's the, you, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Got it for, like, three bucks, I think. It's it a was hell of a deal. way clearance. Years ago. Long gone. Never seen another person wearing this shirt in my life. I think it's one of a kind. Well, that's what happens in Marshalls. You know what they say. You go there once, you'll never find another thing. Tim, as always, on my left. How are you doing? <laughs> How are you doing today? At Tim Trist, yes. my buddy. Uh, How are you doing? Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. Good. I've had a rough day. I lost in ping pong. I'm on a losing streak, so. Wait, wait. You guys got a table? At, oh, at the yeah. office, yeah. At the office. And um, as always, we also have our, well, as always for right now, we have our boy Jordan Katzer, the producer himself. But he's leaving for Great Britain for two and a half months, so I'll be taking over the producer role. Maybe Tim will do it too. Probably not, but we'll see. I'm going to take. I'll, take I'll I'm going to fill Jordan's massive shoes if I if I can, and try and deliver the best content as possible. But this is our send off episode for Jordan. We're sending him across the pond, and uh, we'll look we'll look forward to having him back when he gets back. Without further ado, let's dive in to uh, to the podcast, boys. So, did we any of us watch anything new this week in terms of movies? No, I rewatched Bad Times at the El Royale. Mm -hmm. It's on uh, HBO now currently. Um, yep, it's a good one. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I liked it a little, little more the second time around. Not that I disliked it the first time, but I remember just walking out of it thinking like something more should have happened. I still feel that, but I'm more at peace with it now. I've got less expectations going into it. Yeah. 
I actually, I mean, yeah. Like, I, but it, no, it's a really good movie. Yeah, I like yeah. the movie quite a lot. Uh, Tim, you watch anything new or anything TV even? Movies? Um, <clears throat> no, honestly, I've been really busy lately with work. So whenever I come home, I usually just sit on my couch, throw on The Office or Parks and Rec, and then go to bed. The most depressing life. Hey, you've been pretty. You've been pretty busy. You've been pretty busy, but that's all right. It's okay. Um, myself, I uh, I didn't really. I didn't really watch anything new either. I uh, didn't even really watch any. I, I I did start up the Chef TV show, uh, the Chef Show by John Favreau. Uh-huh. Uh, literally, kind of following in the footsteps of the movie he made called Chef, but really, it's just kind of a spiritual successor. It just shares the same name and. Um, uh, it has the recipes from the movie, and he has a bunch of guest stars on. He has a, there's a great episode with uh, a lot of the cast of the Avengers there: Tom Holland and uh, Robert Downey Jr. and actually, I think it's those are and, and that's actually it. And John Favreau was there, but the rest were just like producers. Uh, the the Russo Bros were there. Uh, um, what's what's the head of Marvels. What's his name? Kevin Feige. Kevin Feige. Kevin, Kevin Feige. Kevin Feige. Yeah. <clears throat> was there Feige or Feige? It, it was a it was know. a fun it was a fun episode. Uh, I highly recommend you go check it out. John clearly has a passion for food, but he never comes off like he is, um, like he's in like he knows more than he does. He's clearly like doing this just because he enjoys food. He enjoys watching people make food and he enjoys the process of it. And he's just like, why not make a show of doing this? I think it might be entertaining, and it's great. He made a movie about, it. yeah, no, nope. literally called Chef. Yeah, you, you, you <laughs> missed him. Out. You missed out on that uh, when I said that earlier. Oh, <laughs> I, <laughs> my bad. I was pulling up movie news. On my no, phone. you're fine. You're fine. I was just, I just cracked me up. I literally, I literally said that leading into this. But hey, just in case oh, the, the podcast listeners missed out on that again, Tanner, did <clears> you know he made a movie everyone. called Chef? Um, but I yeah. made something from that movie. Did you? Uh, there's oh the pasta aioli. Yeah, because there's a YouTube uh, binging with Babish where, yep. of course, for people who don't know, this guy I think believe his name's Andrew. Oh, Andrew Rea and Andrew Babish. Rea, yes, Babish makes an appearance on the Chef Show. I don't know what his name. That name of the channel is in reference to. Uh, it's a reference to a Fraser character. Is it okay? That makes sense. Um, anyways, yeah, he makes the pasta aglio, mm-hmm. and then I was like, that looks good, so yeah. I made it. And apparently, it's amazing. It's good. It's one of the most simple pastas you can make. very easy to make. Very easy, but delicious. Uh, it's a slicing up garlic is a huge pain in the butt, though. Uh, yes, and then is. you smell like garlic forever. So Chef Roy Choi on the Chef Show, uh, John's like, he's slicing the garlic, and uh, Chef Roy Choi actually uses a mandolin to get it like, sliced really super paper thin and whatnot mm-hmm. and instead of using a knife and john goes can't you why can't we just like crush this or anything why do we have to slice it and he goes well you you really could and roy Choi, who helped create the character of john favreau said the reason he's slicing the garlic so paper thin is because we're wanting to bring home how much he cares about this dish like this is a personal dish for him this is something he really cares about so he goes through the process of slicing paper thin garlic mm. to to and the reason it really and apparently the reason if you do slice it like paper thin the garlic almost like evaporates into these into the these kind of the base sauce that you make and it just gives it this unbelievable flavor but it's a very popular dish God, be careful not to burn it though yes when you're frying it if in you, the oil if you burn garlic your whole dish is shit gone 
Yeah. Done. Tastes like it burnt garlic, super bitter. The, I've, I've made it twice. The first time I made it, I had the oil going too hot mm-hmm. without realizing it. And then when I threw the garlic in, it just oil geysered yeah. everywhere. Yeah. And I was like, shit! <laughs> thought I was about to burn my parents' kitchen down, but well, well, it all turned out okay. I feel like most, honestly, if you want to be a good chef, the first thing, a good cook, not not a chef, but a good cook, first thing you want to learn is temperature control. And that's still something I'm practicing. But once you learn temperature control and you know, hey, this is what's going to happen when I put this in the pan at this heat, you're pretty much able to cook anything. You can follow a recipe and cook anything and then make a good dish and not feel so rigid. But anyways, Chef Show, really good. Recommend it. It's on Netflix for streaming. Feel good chef TV show. And it has John Favreau in it. And I hope they make more because I was fascinated by a lot of it. A lot of it's just like John and Roy, Chef Roy Choi just hanging out and uh, cooking together. And if you loved the Chef Show, or the Chef movie like I did, you, you're going to get a lot of enjoyment out of it. Uh, they do one episode that's strictly dedicated to recreating the dishes from Chef. Um, and that's when they also bring in Babish to do the uh, molten lava cake bit, too, oh. which is cool. Yeah, it was really cool. Very, very fun. Um, so, yeah, that's what I watched. I, I am going to watch this week. I'm going to go see Late Night with uh, Emma Thompson and... Mindy Kaling. Mindy Kaling, yep. That looks really, really good. A uh, very feel-good movie uh, with a kind of an interesting premise and uh, a late-night show hosted by some woman that needs kind of a boost. And there's and it just seems like a good, you know, feel-good summer movie. I'm going to get definitely check that out. Any movies on the docket you guys are wanting to see? Uh, I still want to see Rocket Man and John Wick. I need to yeah, see Rocket I'm Man. I'm so behind. I, I need to too. see Rocket Man. I need to see Godzilla. I need to see John Wick. I'm signing up for Gold Pass uh, tomorrow. And I'm yeah. going to start really catching up on movies uh, going going after work. And then uh, Spider-Man yeah. Far From Home is like three or four weeks away. Yeah, I'm really excited for that because that Spider-Man Homecoming is my favorite. So. We're halfway through June already. Yeah. It is flying by. Do you not? Do you not want to see uh, Dark Phoenix? Fuck no. I've heard fantastic things. No, and that's not even like luckily, like the last you know of the Fox era X Men movies. Like New Mutants is still somewhere out there. It is. I'm curious if they're just gonna if If it's just gonna get booted to Hulu or if it's ever. Well, they announced a new release date. If it's going to go straight to like Blu-ray or something. They gave it a 2020 release date, which, which is, is like four nuts. years after it started filming. <laughs> it's so it's unbelievable. weird. But uh, I think what they're going to do... Uh, actually, no, they're not going to do this because it's a horror movie. So unless they've drastically changed it to something they liked, I thought maybe they will incorporate that into the new X-Men movie because they have some good actors in there. Maybe they'll launch the Marvel X-Men universe with something like New Mutants. <sighs> Doing something different. That would be kind of that would be different to do something kind of scary and thriller to launch like something like X Men, which is kind of a bizarre yeah. thing anyway. So yeah, that'd be interesting. Um, I don't think Di- I don't think no, Disney will I don't ever see allow it happening. That. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean they're they yeah. It's just let's just be honest, and we all know this. The Marvel movies very worldwide loved, but they're very cushy movies. They're very cushy, very friendly movies. I don't think they're going to kick off their next big phase with a horror movie. It'd be, <laughs> a, bold, just, it'd be a bold strategy. No, I would. mean, and they've got such creative control over these movies. Or, you know, it's all part of this master plan, and I don't think 
Feige would try to retool yeah. They've this long, that movie long uh, lost X-Men yeah. <laughs> film into the MCU. Yeah. They already know exactly what they're going to do with the X-Men. They already have, like, the first... I guarantee you they already have, like, the first three years of the X-Men phase of movies already planned out. Oh, it wouldn't go. surprise yeah. me if... Yeah, they definitely already had plans. I mean, the same with, like, you know, Spider-Man in Civil War. There was, like... They had a version, sort of, of those scenes without Spider-Man or with him because they didn't know. Mm-hmm. Like, they... Yeah. Man, I They just, planned for everything. I really, really really hope and i just don't i don't think it will happen just because it'd be such a different tone but i i truly hope that marvel takes a different approach to the x-men and maybe gives it a little bit more grit with the x-men a little because the thing is with the x-men fox movies i thought they could have used the touch of like marvel magic like marvel cinematic universe like it's it's i i don't mind the tone but there needs to be some more levity some brighter Mm -hmm. colors some more true to the true to the comics x-men stuff going on it could use that and i think that's what the marvel universe could use maybe a kick in the pants is something like a little bit grittier a little different in its approach right not trying to maybe mail in so many jokes type of thing and really go for like maybe a grittier type universe i would really i would enjoy that i would love something like that with the x-men yeah well so i was talking to someone at work the other day and they're talking about how Cyclops as a much bigger part in the comics than he usually is in the movies. So it'd be kind of interesting if they did a focus around him because I guess he's got a really interesting backstory yeah. where he accidentally kills his best friend or something. Well, Cyclops is the yeah, and I mean Cyclops is the leader of the X Men and he's a major character. Right. And in the animated series, he's the leader of the X Men. He is the Captain America of the X Men. He's like a really good guy and yeah. and he has these cool, incredible powers, but. Fox decided to make Wolverine right. the, like the main character of the X Men movies. Well, yep. yeah, and that this was coming off of like, of course, he's the most popular X Men with so. you know with comic books yeah. in the '90s and the very early 2000s. It was all very like dark, like the anti-hero thing, like Giant, Venom and Wolverine and yeah. yeah, just mm-hmm. like, oh fuck, what's the artist? Rob, I think it's Rob, Rob Leefield. Li- yeah, yeah. Like just pouches on pouches on pouches, yeah. knives everywhere, guns, just... Made for really badass action figures. Oh, definitely, but like comics were just in such this dumb, like super serious, <laughs> I have... but stupid... Just obnoxiously yeah. edgy did, phase. Did you ever get those like action figures based off of those comics? They were like they were actually bigger than normal action figures. They're about like Barbie doll size, but they were like the obviously the comic characters. I have one of Spider Man and one of, of one of Wolverine. Yeah, and they are just ripped out of yeah. their mind. This Spider Man mm-hmm. I have, like if I were to scale them up to human size, is like six five two eighty. One percent body fat. Like the guy is shredded. It is hilarious. That seems pretty accurate. Oh yeah, to the MCU, a hundred percent. But anyways, I think that kind of led to Wolverine taking over as the face of X Men because he was probably the most popular character in the comics at that point. Yeah, and then so the yep. movies kind of rearranged. The only the only phase of Marvel stuff I'm worried for, and I and honestly. I'm not, I guess I'm not worried. I'm sure it'll do fine. But these next four years with these characters, I mean, honestly, I'm looking at the lineup. I really don't care about what happens. There's no way there's going to be an event or anything that happens in these next movies that are something I'm going to care about because it doesn't have Cap. It doesn't have 
uh, Iron Man. Those are the characters I cared about most. Like I cared about those guys yeah. a lot. I don't really it's, care it's, about the rest of them. It's going to be really interesting. Spider Man. Spider Man's great, but what do they? I mean, is it going to be like another like? I just I, I'm wondering how how they're going to do this. Is it just going to be like a a TV show type thing where it's like, all right, it's building up, it's building up. Who's going to die in the finale? And it's just like, oh, whoops, my bad. Um, I don't know. And I felt like they. I, I, I mean, I think any one of us could have predicted that Tony or Cap was going to die in the end. It was just, I mean, there was no doubt about it. One of those right. didn't right. get to die. It was kind of and choreographed. They they kind of had to change it up a bit because that's one of the biggest things against Marvel is they don't kill off main characters. So had they not done it, the Avengers finale, then yeah. it would have been a little disappointing. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, the I'd say the, the biggest thing I'm worried about is yeah, we grew up watching all of those characters, so it's gonna be it's gonna be hard for us to replace them. Um, I mean, it's good for the new new kids that are starting to watch Marvel movies, but yeah, I, I with the lineup that they have, I don't really see anyone that I'm too thrilled about. I mean, other than Spider Man, Guardians of the Galaxy, and Doctor Strange. But. Yeah, I think they'll I think they'll turn it around as soon as they introduce the Fantastic Four and X Men. Um, but also, I yeah. mean. That's a that's gonna be that's a tough pill to swallow too because those movies I mean if they come like four years from now this X Men universe is still gonna be fresh on people's minds. You you do bring up an interesting point with the tonal approach to the X Men within the MCU because the X Men are you know centrally it's always about um, persecution yeah like mutants stand in for. Um, you know, LGBT people of or color. race yeah. or yeah, just people outside the uh, the majority. Uh, the fuck, what's the word? Um, minority. Yeah, marginalized yeah. groups, and then so mm-hmm. you have to have you have to take it. I mean, it's a comic book, but you got to be a little more. A little more serious with yeah. the X Men, I think. So it'd be interesting to see what they do, how the MCU tackles that. We could see just they, I could see them just waiting until this next round of characters, where maybe something bad happens, where everyone in the world starts to hate anyone with superpowers, yeah. and then that's when they introduce mutants. I think the I think we're gonna see the birth of this idea right. with, with yeah, because that's the how do you thing? justify like the and even I guess the comics, I always wondered how they handled yeah, this. But like how mutants are so reviled, yet you have Bruce Banner, you have uh, all these other superheroes that are very I think, you know, well, the, loved was, by the, the, the public. The difference about them is that X Men were born the way they are. They're born these kind of freaks, and like the the other superheroes were kind of, were given these powers. And, yeah, but no, but no yeah, one really did, knows that exactly. Exactly, like Spider Man. No one knows who Spider Man is. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. It's not like he's like I wasn't a mutant, right? Don't yeah. I don't so know. that'd be something I'd I'd be interested yeah. about. It'll be it'll be interesting. But I didn't think I didn't think we'd talk this much about X Men today. But here we are. We're talking a lot about well, X-Men. you know, Dark Phoenix is relevant. Apparently, it's yeah. trash. Uh, yeah. Yep. Big surprise. No, it seemed like none of the actors wanted to be there. Yeah. When I 
from what I heard. Which also was a very interesting strategy by uh, Fox that the guy who wrote The Last Stand, which is like one of the most hated X-Men movies. Simon Kinberg, yeah, Simon was Kinberg, brought back to write and direct. The, the exact same movie. <laughs> More want, or less. He wanted a second, <laughs> a second, second chance. Go. Like, hey, listen, yeah, we know you wrote about uh, that movie that one time that didn't do well and no one really liked about this exact same to- topic. We want to bring you back to do it again. But this time a much <laughs> younger cast. Yeah, and it's like, oh, well, uh, in this case. I've been waiting... 17 years for this. Yeah, very bizarre. Very bizarre. But, um, yeah, uh, the problem of that Dark, Dark Phoenix movie is bombing. Also, another thing, the Men in Black International getting terrible reviews. I think any of us could have called that. Uh, that was that was paged in. You know, I, I didn't think it would be great, but I'm a little surprised that it's getting that as like trashed 26%. as it is. Yeah. I would have expected a... Like very much a middling score. I, I yeah, know, I didn't, but I didn't, not like a fun summer blockbuster yeah, type of thing. I didn't. Right. I wasn't getting that at all. I just felt like the trailers were done poorly. I just didn't feel like there was like chemistry between the two leads. I didn't think they they gave us what the story is well enough. I I don't know. I mean, I've honestly never really cared about Men in Black. I liked Men in Black one, and I I yeah. enjoy Men in Black two just fine. I've seen Men in Black three once, and I thought that movie is enjoyable to watch here and there if it's on TV. I have no problem with the Men in Black series, and I I very much like the first one, but it's not like I'm like oh man can't wait for Men in Black International. Yeah. And yeah. I, I'd say one of the most attractive things about Men in Black is how Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones play off each other because they're, they're complete opposite personalities, while Chris Hemsworth and um, her name Tessa Thompson. Tessa Thompson. They they don't their their personalities aren't I wouldn't say that far off where you know you get that fun relationship. Yeah, no, they're, I, they're a little similar. Yeah. so I agree. It's I I'll probably honestly I'll probably see it. I I like Men in Black enough to go see the movie in theaters. Yeah, uh, and again, it's just one of those summer movies where you're just kind of looking for a laid back action flick that you can just kind of turn your brain True. off and watch. So I'm sure I, and I'm sure it'll do fine in the box office. So I don't know. I'm interested in it. Um, and one other thing too, I, this is from, we got this covered. I don't know how reliable of a source it is, but apparently they've gotten their hands on casting or not casting on, uh, roll calls for the Batman. And apparently they have the villains who are going to be in it. It's going to be Catwoman, Penguin, Riddler, Two-Face, the Mad Hatter, and Firefly apparently are going to be the six Mm. villains in the Batman movie. Um, that's interesting I like that they're changing it up and putting in new villains we haven't seen before uh, mm-hmm. I think the Riddler and Two-Face Two-Face has never gotten his due in a movie uh, Tommy Lee Jones played the Joker as Two-Face and <laughs> which was like just this bizarre you didn't, you didn't like uh, the Dark Dark Knight take on it no I did I did it no 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 yeah I, I mean like a true comic book like he was he was two-faced for like you know 30 minutes of the movie he had maybe like actual screen presence he was like on the screen for two minutes I loved it don't get me wrong I loved it I thought it was great I just we never really got to see him you know don that infamous half cart like cut in half suit that's like one's weird one's normal and we never got to see him become this mob boss because two-face is this giant mob boss whose rivals joker and he can go he goes like head to head with him all the time and it makes it fun i'm just saying we didn't we haven't ever gotten a two-face like that before yeah um, makes sense and tommy lee jones played some sort of lunatic joker and returns and jim carrey 
also played a Joker. She played Joker as, as well. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and, and, a, and a unitard, or what do they call those? Leotard? Yeah. Uni- I don't Something know. like that. And, uh, yeah. So it's going to be cool to see a live-action take on the Riddler. It's going to be cool to see yep. a live-action take on Two-Face that's, like, not overly campy from Joel Schumacher. Uh, I totally open to see Firefly. I think the Mad Hatter is a great Batman villain, someone we haven't seen before. Catwoman is a classic, and Penguin's great. So I think we're going to see those. If we do see those six, I'm great with that. I also think we're going to see some other villains in cameo roles. Maybe Batman's going through Arkham, and he, right. and he sees them in the cell or something. Yeah, I think I think uh, Matt Matt Reeve, Matthew Reeves is going to have uh, a lot of fun playing in that Batman sandbox. Do you, do you so. think they'll bring Danny DeVito back? See Penguin. We can only hope. We can only. Well, I'll say this: they, the rumor is Josh Gad, and I do not like that casting no, at all. No, no, at no, all. no, no, no. I no, could no, maybe no. see like Jonah Hill, but Jonah Hill is like super skinny now, and I, he definitely won't want to put on that weight again. I don't think. And yeah, I mean, I guess they could throw a fat suit on him if they wanted to. Kevin James. <laughs> 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 oh man, yeah, he could bring his fat dude falling over humor uh to the penguin which would be great in that movie but yeah i just thought that was a little bit of an i'm, I'm glad that uh they at least from your source they said that the riddler is going to be an excited i think if they had james mcavoy be the riddler that'd be fantastic if, if there's been one rumor that has been a can like there's been two things that have followed this batman movie for as long as i can remember one is that it was going to be taking place with a young batman who's been doing this maybe five years yeah Two is that the Riddler is going to be the villain. That has been uh, the mainstay rumor for as long as this movie's been in development, which has been like freaking three years now, two years now. Um, and at that point, it's like when there's smoke, there's fire. I mean, that that if that's been hanging around for this long, it's probably going to happen. I would love to see James McAvoy as the Riddler. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great casting. Um, okay, yeah, just wanted to cover that real quick. We're going to move on to our main event. Of this podcast, and I wanted to talk about, in the spirit of E3, video game movies that have been, have have come in the past, the ones we've liked, the ones we've disliked, the ones that we haven't even seen but we know we don't like, and then talk about movies that we would love to see based off of video games. So, without further ado, let's do that. What is, out of all the video game movies that have come and gone, what is your guys' favorite video game movie? Let me ask you that. Oh, man. What a question. Uh, that one with Adam Sandler and Peter Dinklage where all the video games come to life. Pixels. Oh, my God. Uh, Peter, do we count Pixels? Peter Dinklage was in that, wasn't he? I don't I don't think that counts. Or uh, I was going to say Battleship, but that's a board game. Battleship? <laughs> Kidding. Yeah, was Rihanna? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to I'm think trying of like to... how many of these they've actually there's, seen. It's tough because there's a lot of video games that were originally movies. Um, I'll say this. I'll say I'll just give you mine. I have like two that are maybe tied for first. One I think I really like Detective Pikachu. I really did. I think that that one's up there for me. Does that count? Pokemon was a video game. It, first. There was. It was a video game before Ooh, anything. You know what? Was it? Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah, okay. So it was a okay. video game oh, first, mind. and then it turned into a trading card then game. Then it was? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Which okay. is very, it's, uh, that's totally okay. I found that out not too long ago, too, because people kept calling it a video game movie, and I was like, wasn't it a video game after a card game or something, or an anime or a manga? But no, it was a video game first. Um, two, I actually really enjoyed the new Tomb Raider. 
I thought it was a fun movie. I, I like that. Yeah. I still haven't seen it, uh, but I remember everyone being kind of like, it was okay. Yeah. I like, mean, it, it's there, fine. There yeah. was definitely it seems parts, to be the consensus. There was definitely parts that could have been better, but I actually liked the, uh, I, I thought it was pretty atmospheric. I liked the setting. I liked Alicia Vikander as, uh, as Laura Croft. I, I liked the world building. I thought Tomb Raider was a fun movie. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. And I was I was really hoping they would do a sequel, but there was never a confirmed sequel in the works, but it is now. Uh, a sequel is coming, uh, and Alicia Vikander is going to reprise her role, and I'm super excited about that because I, I did think she was great as Laura Croft, and they're mm-hmm. kind of basing these games off of the new video games, so I could I, I, I absolutely I love the idea of it. So I think Tomb Raider and Detective Pikachu are like my favorites. I think I got to go with... Mortal Kombat because it's not like it's so cheesy and it's dumb but it's a lot of fun but not like a total incompetent piece of shit either like Mortal Kombat Annihilation was it it, it Mm -hmm. flirts with it it flirts with it but enough to be like you know I can have fun at this movie without necessarily like feeling like i've wasted my time either like it's competent enough yeah it's not thoroughly terrible um and of course annihilation is also kind of fun because of just how shitty it is but <laughs> uh i've seen mortal kombat once and that was at mckenna's house and he put laid it in the basement and that was the only time i've ever seen it and yeah, i can't even remember I, how the I, movie goes really I don't. I remember. Fight. I remember not having a very coherent script or plot. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it's nonsense. It. It's nonsense. It's Mortal Kombat. <laughs> like, it's, yeah. Now, did you see in the Mortal Kombat game they're bringing in the whatever his face from the movies into the game? Yeah. The, the um, actor who played Shang Tsung. Yeah. They used his likeness for Shang mm-hmm. Tsung again in the yeah. new Mortal Kombat, yeah, which thought, is pretty cool. I thought that was fun. Tim, do you have a favorite video game movie? I'm, I'm looking through different movies yeah. that so there's I, not a lot of good ones that are based solely off video well, games. Well, it's I mean it's that's the notorious um, curse. Detective Pikachu is the first positively reviewed. I mean, like like I think it's the first fresh video game movie. Would could we count Ready Player One? Mm, it's no, not a singular no, no, video no, no, game. Literally no, a no. literally a movie based off a video game. I mean Rampage. That's that was oh, Rampage that was, was kind good. of fun. I, um, I didn't mind Rampage. I mean, it, but I mean outside of that, I'm not. It's either I haven't seen it or <laughs> I can't believe I already forgot about Rampage. Dwayne the Rock Johnson, man, he puts out movies like nobody's business. That movie came and went. He promoted mm-hmm. the hell out of it. Came and went, and it's done. Well, because then Skyscraper came out, which. It just had the exact same feel. I know it doesn't have the giant monsters, <laughs> skyscraper, but... Skyscraper was okay. Yeah. Um, um, so I'm looking at this Wikipedia list of video game movies, and it's counting Final Fantasy, The Spirits Within. I was not inclined to, encount, to count that myself just because it's not an adaptation of any of the video games. It just uses the Final Fantasy branding. Um I think that movie's interesting. I think it deserves more credit. I know a lot of people the the they had kind of like at the time very very realistic uh like the character models and the textures. 
but the facial animations were a little off. So it kind of, for some people, triggered that whole Uncanny Valley thing. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, like any good Final Fantasy story, uh, the plot is, again, complete nonsense. Yeah. But uh, I think it's visually, it's still a very interesting and engaging movie. Yeah. Great soundtrack. I haven't too. even heard you know? of this movie. Before. Final Fantasy, The Spirits Within? No. Not this not. Was is like, this a major emotional Oh, picture? yeah, 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 yeah. This is like, I think it almost destroyed Squaresoft because it bombed and then... They later became, you know, Square Enix after they uh, you know, were acquired or merged with whatever that other Enix, I guess. 2001. Dude, I don't remember. You missed I this, do, huh? Dude, I do not know what the hell this oh, yeah, movie this, is. Yeah, this had a theatrical release and heavy marketing and everything. Oh, it got the cool. whole thing. Yeah, wow, this looks terrible. So. <laughs> <laughs> this is, I, I have it on like, DVD. Yeah. do not like the animation at all. This reminds me of the, uh, you know what this animation reminds me of? That reboot that that reboot show from you know what i'm talking about yeah yeah yeah. no it looks way better than that it does it's Uh, bizarre but very not just use this can have been cheaper than actually just using real actors instead of making an entire it's a very interesting uh kind of supernatural but sci-fi kind of setting like these characters live on this planet and they basically live in cities under these energy barriers because the planet's infested with hostile, murderous monster ghosts. I can already tell you right now, just looking at the picture <laughs> so, of this, I would not like this movie. It's like weird. It's like like it's like a purple filter, purplish gray filter over the entire thing. It looks like it just. Uh, it's. I don't know, man. I don't know about. I don't know about that. No. <clears throat> I guess. I guess some other ones like the very first Pokemon movie they released. The oh, yeah. Mewtwo strikes back. Pokemon 2000. Who didn't cry when Ash was turned to stone and Pikachu was trying to wake him up? I didn't. No? But I remember I the Pikachu's vacation short at the beginning oh, in that song. Is that nice? is, That's so good. I can, yeah. Uh, here's something interesting. Apparently, the live-action Super Mario Brothers was the first video game film ever made and it was or at terrible. least live yeah. action wise i i can never i can never i was explaining this to uh who's i explaining was i explaining this to you no i don't know i was explaining this to someone i was like the goombas were literally like lizard people with like tiny lizard heads and giant three-piece suits the opposite of <laughs> what they are in the game <laughs> like i don't understand i was like all right so this is what a goomba looks like it's a mushroom with eyes and tiny little feet I was like, okay, all right. I hear you. Wait, on Goombas that. or I mushrooms? Hear, I, let me, let me, let me. They look like mushrooms. I thought they're saying. acorns. Yeah. Here's yeah. what I'm gonna tell you. Uh, I like that. I, I like that idea. But how about we do instead of that, tiny-headed lizard men in three-piece suits <laughs> that stand seven feet tall. Oh God! <laughs> I see. Oh, they're so I, horrifying. I know too. the movie's garbage, and I haven't seen it in like well over a decade, but. It used to play on TV a lot, and I had fond memories of watching it oh, as, yeah, a little, TV, as a little kid. The TV show was fun. Not the TV show, yeah. the movie. Oh, the movie? Playing uh, on well, TV. Well, there was a TV yeah. show with those guys, too, yeah, no. where they would literally turn into cartoons, though, eventually, and do uh, it would be a cartoon show. But, uh, yeah, that movie is so garbage. Uh, it, yeah, it, it, it came out in 1993, uh, but despite that, the movie has this very ugly kind of 80s sci-fi dystopian aesthetic I, yeah it's like the opposite of yeah, a magic kingdom it's yeah they live in this weird mm. sewer city because i guess pipes you know in yeah. the game so uh 
Yeah, it it looks more like um like fucking Paul Verhoeven's like Total Recall yeah. rather than yeah. or like RoboCop I, rather than yeah. like uh, Mario Honest to God some whimsical fantasy adventure. Honest to God, I don't know how Nintendo said, "Yeah, let's do that." I think Nintendo was like, "Oh wow, they want to make a major motion picture of our of our property." And they decided to do they're like, "Okay, yeah, you can have the rights to this." And because of that movie, <laughs> that is the reason we do not have any more. Like literally, Nintendo became super protective of their property after that movie. So that's why we don't have any really. We don't have any uh, Zelda shows, Metroid shows, Mario shows, movies, any of that. That it, they are so protective of it because they don't want another uh, Mario Bros. movie to happen, which bums me out. It really does. But- well, let me tell you. There is a Mario film in the works. Yeah, animated, with, uh, I believe Illumination, Illumination. Studios. Yep. Uh, but um, I, I'm okay. I, you know, Illumination has their hits and misses. But I, I, I think uh, I would really like to just see an animated Mario movie. Now I don't know how they're gonna do it because I feel like listening to Mario and Luigi just, actually talk would be super annoying after a while. Just, just watch a kid play the game. Wow! Wow! <laughs> yeah. It just, it's, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. it seems, super, by the way, Luigi's Mansion 3 for the Nintendo Switch looks incredible. Dude, I am super, it looks super so psyched. Full Good. disclosure, I'm not a Nintendo guy. Mm. And I know, like, Nintendo's kind of been bringing down the house this E3 and, like, last year, I think. They've yeah, had some good showings, but I still don't give a shit. Yeah. No, they, it, they, they. Yeah, that's okay. You don't have to like Nintendo. I mean, but yeah. they, they are really pulling out all the stops. I mean, some great games those are the it. first games I played. I think we had a, a SNES, um, and I had to collect donated to our family. Uh, so I played, you know, all the original um, Nintendo games. But then Xbox came along and it was like, "Hey, you idiot! This is what actual video games are like." Yeah. <laughs> Wait, no, Nintendo are actual I, video games. Hold on, there. I like. I like how Nintendo it's it doesn't try to be anything it's not and yeah no it, it has its own unique no. personality it, it, to it very it. much has a its brand their games Which go for I, their, I like, their yeah. games go for fun they don't go for heavy graphics yeah. they're like are you having fun playing our games and if you are then that is it period the end yeah. that's what makes it uh, and all their and you know I I would argue that Nintendo has the best multiplayer games across any platform too yeah um. Yeah, very good. I don't know if you guys want to do this, but I might just run through this list of all live-action video game movies. Sure. It's not very long. You go for it. And then we can maybe just, chime in yeah. here and there. So, of course, Super Mario Brothers. This is in chronological order when they were released. Super Mario Brothers, Double Dragon, which I had an animated film of, hmm. uh, I remember as a kid. Hmm. Street Fighter with uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Of course. And uh, I think, was it Kylie Minogue playing Cammy? Uh, infamous, horribly bad movie. Yep. Um, uh, Bison. Uh, fuck, that actor's name. Look up Bison clips from that movie. It's amazing. It's terrible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the guy's having a blast. <laughs> he's having um, a blast yeah. being awful. Well, I mean, it, the movie's bad. He's not bad. Like, he's the only good thing in it. But, like, he's just he's eating the scenery for, yeah. like, all there is. Um, okay. Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat Annihilation, Wing Commander, never heard of. Uh, Laura Croft Tomb Raider, the Angelina Jolie one. Uh-huh. Resident Evil, Laura Croft Tomb Raider, The Cradle of Life, House of the Dead, Resident Evil Apocalypse, Alone in the Dark, Doom, 
mm-hmm. starring The Rock. Yep. And then this is when we get into uh, the Uwe Boll period. Uwe Boll is this German filmmaker who went on a tear of video game adaptations, and they're all low-budget, god-awful. And I think it's what really sealed the deal for a lot of people's minds. They're like, okay, video game movies just <laughs> maybe can't work. Yeah. Um, I think he's pretty much single-handedly responsible Damn you for that. Uh, so Blood Rain uh, was his. Then we have Silent Hill, which is okay. DOA, Dead or Alive. Postal, another Uwe Boll film. Resident Evil Extinction. Hitman, In the Name of the King, A Dungeon Siege Tale. Okay, yeah. Uh, another Uwe Boll. <laughs> Far Cry, Uwe Boll. Max Payne, might be Uwe Boll. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Street Fighter, The that. Legend of Chun-Li, Tekken, Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time, starring Jake Gyllenhaal. That was a Disney film, yep. which is very interesting. Yep. Um, I think they were kind of trying to I, I, maybe work with, I don't know, sort of the Pirates of the Caribbean sort of energy they maybe had going back around that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it didn't work. Uh, Resident Evil Afterlife. Resident Evil Retribution, Silent Hill Revelation, Need for Speed, Hitman Agent 47, Warcraft, Assassin's Creed, Resident Evil The Final Chapter, Tomb Raider, the uh, new one with Alicia Vikander, Rampage, Detective Pikachu, and then forthcoming we have Sonic the Hedgehog, Monster Hunter, Uncharted, a new Mortal Kombat film, a Metal Gear Solid film, Mega Man, Tetris, the division, which is going to be going to Netflix with Jake Gyllenhaal and Jessica Chastain, Mm -hmm. and then Tomb Raider 2 is apparently in the works. Um, How are they going to make a movie about Tetris? I don't know. I don't know. I couldn't (laughs) tell you how Far Cry failed. It starred Till Schweiger. Yeah. Oh. So I would say, yeah. I literally have no idea who this man is. The combined... The combined efforts of Uva Bowl and then um, the long past expiration date Tomb Raider franchise, uh, not good for video game reputation. You, you know what? Just You brought up foul memories for me of one movie in particular out of that list, and that is the movie Assassin's Creed starring Michael Fassbender. Yes. That was one of the worst movies I have ever seen. It's so dumb. Painfully boring. Yeah. Really? Painfully boring. I honestly, I honestly cannot understand for the life of me how someone could fuck up such a cool idea so hard they in a live action movie. Did, it was so boring. They did the same mistake that the video games do, and then they doubled down on yeah. it, which is like, yeah, the historical assassin stuff that's the most interesting. Let's constantly interrupt you with the modern day yeah. bullshit. And then, like, I swear, like, 70% of the film is the modern day stuff that just is convoluted, stupid, and cheesy. They had uh, Mariana Cotillard as Mar- a, yeah. Uh, it got it signed on for so, that somehow. And the reason why this was especially disappointing for me, because at that point, like, I was kind of burned on the Assassin's Creed IP. Like, yeah. I didn't care. Um, but that whole team, the director Justin Kurzel, 
um, the cinematographer, and then Michael Fassbender and Marion uh, Cotillard. Cotillard. Cotillard were all in, in, I believe, 2015 or 14, a uh, Macbeth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They which were. which I own, and it is such a cool movie. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, other than you know, Macbeth is you know, classic Shakespeare, but just the movie is visually like haunting. Like, mm-hmm. it's so it's such a cool movie. Yeah. I love it, and that they were all coming back together for Assassin's Creed. I was like, I don't care about Assassin's Creed, but this is really interesting. Mm-hmm. And then the movie's just shit. It's just bad. It's shit. Also. I Check think, out Macbeth. I also, I'm like, I'm, I'm actually, especially after Dark Phoenix, I am genuinely concerned for Michael Fassbender's yeah, career. Yeah, he's like, he's put out like yeah. 19 bad movies in a row. <laughs> it's like, actually, no, literally, I think the last movie of his that was like somewhat well received was Macbeth, and that was like 2014, and he's put out like eight movies. When did uh, he must have you see like Frank? I liked Frank a lot. I thought Frank yeah. was good. Frank was really funny. He's he's a great actor. Yeah. He is. He can be an absolute star, but I don't know if it's just he has poor judgment or if he has the worst agent in the world. I think Jude Law is. Or if he signed some bad contract a long time ago. I think people are just like, I would rather cast Jude Law. Honestly, (laughs) I think that's what's happening because, like, he was like, people were thinking he's going to be Dumbledore. No, that's Jude Law. It's like people thought he would be great for, like, Robert Downey Jr.'s uh, Watson. Nope, that's Jude Law. It's like Jude Law plays all the things that Michael Fassbender would take, but he's getting these roles over Michael Fassbender. So I don't know. Man needs a man needs to switch it up because he is a great actor and he's not getting any. Uh, he's not getting. Hey, any. he's in the rejuvenated Alien series. Yeah, yes. <laughs> now that he's got that going for him, I didn't. Yeah. So I, I hated Assassin's Creed. So bummed about that. That was just such a bummer. Just terrible. Just terrible. Um, but. Let's talk about video game movies we want to see out of video games we've played and ones we think we could be good. I, for one, I think that um, I think that Avengers game Square Enix put out. I think I think Avengers could be a good movie. Ha 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 ha! We'll take uh, bat, that that that, <laughs> that 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 Batman that Batman game uh, Arkham Knight. But that could be a good video. That could be a good movie. Mm-hmm. Batman movie. You think uh, Spider Man yeah. for PlayStation Four. Oh, if they, if they made be, that Spider-Man movie? Ooh. That would be a good movie. You know what's really... I think that Matrix video game that was just okay in like 2004, but that would be a good movie. I'm just going to start naming every single <laughs> video game adaptation yeah, based off tell. of a movie. Uh, but, uh, oh, quick yeah. aside, though, that mm-hmm. Avengers video game, which, A, I didn't even know was happening. I didn't either. And then I was still disappointed. The graphics... The footage. The character models are hideous. The character yes. models look like they are cosplayers who are like, hey, you have blonde hair. You be Captain America. Captain America looks so bad. Iron mm. Man, Tony Stark. Fucking That's why they Bruce call him Banner off. looks like Todd Howard <laughs> Tony, from Bethesda. Tony Stark looks like he wants to t- sell me something to clean my laundry really, really well and an a ad on TV. And the voice is Tony Stark, so bad. <laughs> he looks like, like a, he looks like Billy Mays. <laughs> He looks like Philly Mays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, it's, it's not. Black Widow looks like Lord Farquaad with red hair. I feel like Tony Stark (laughs) should come off as older, and just the voice for him is like he just seems like a young, too young. Oh man, yeah. But they followed up with they followed up with the. This is just this is just a joke. They followed up with the time-honored tradition of putting in a groaning 
Marvel joke in with the damn trailer that Thor apparently says something that's supposed to be funny that I did not laugh at. And then Tony Stark goes into the trailers like, oh, God, I'm sorry. It just makes me cringe even when I say this. But he's like, did Thor just say a joke? Did he really just uh, say a joke? Yeah. And I'm like, Fuck God, that yeah. is bad. That's just like that. That reminds me of that stupid language joke in the beginning of Avengers. Uh, yeah, basically uh, Age the of same. Ultron. It's like, the same bit. Oh more God, or less. that is so bad. And like it apparently, like it just is really bad. And like also, someone who got to see a demo of this game closed doors. They said like the dialogue's like super weird. Like well, Thor lifts a car off someone as a civilian on the bridge, and as he's lifting it, he goes, "Do not fear, for I am mighty," and pushes the car. Well, that's more it's so weird. Normal Thor rather than yeah, the takeaway TTized <laughs> Thor. Yeah. Either way, um Do not fear for I am mighty. Not to linger on this, but apparently like the game does have a multiplayer component, but like the main story mode isn't multiplayer. How you can have a fucking Avengers game but like not have any kind of co-op throughout know. that? I don't know. Also, so mm. Something that made me really nervous what? too is they're like they sh- they and the demo for Iron Man flying around was on rails. Yeah, so you aren't even flying him. The game does the flying for you, and you just aim and shoot. Oh, and I'm like, wow, my. that is the number one way to not get anyone to buy your game because like that, that is, is what everyone would want to do is just fly around as Iron Man. Yeah, the whole thing was just giving me big, big yikes yeah. vibes. Yeah, it's got yeah. some. It's but got some, I'm not really excited uh, for it. Back it's to got some big oof energy. <laughs> back to the topic <laughs> at hand. To actual movies. Uh this has been long off and on the drawing board, but Halo. I think Halo, out of all video games that I know, it would be so easy to yeah. turn it into. A I movie. want them to make one that's not a like straight to TV or straight to Netflix. Like, well, they're making oh, for they, sure. they're actually, a lot of work. They're in actually it. shooting a Halo TV series for Showtime. That yeah. is actually happening. I remember, like way back when, there's talk where they're going to have Denzel Washington play Master Chief. They've well, they've cast Master Chief now for the Showtime series. And, yeah, it's the guy who plays Porn Stash and uh, and Orange Is the New Black. What? Yeah. Who's Porn what? Stash? Have you never seen Orange Is the New Black? No. Yeah. Ugh. It's interesting. Well, I you actually ah. take a take a look at his I'm. <laughs> 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 take a look at his IMDb page. He actually, I mean, he's never going to take off his helmet, and I imagine they're going to re- they're going to recruit the guy who does Master Chief's voice to actually do the voice. Why would they even? They just need a body in a suit. They I could guess. get anyone. Yeah, I don't know, but Wait. you should you should look at you should actually look at his IMDb. Is his name pro- actually Porn Stash? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think that one makes the most sense, though. I would love to see. It. I think they could easily go for like a really great sci-fi angle. I think they could, if they were going to do it, they should do like a Star Trek tone type of thing, the new Star Trek tone uh, that J.J. Abrams has formed. I think they should go with something like that. And there's a great story there. Yeah. And uh, well, so originally, okay, um, Peter Jackson was attached to a film a long, 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 long time ago, mm-hmm. uh, and then was that kind of moved to him into a being a like executive producer type role and then coming hot off of district nine neil blomkamp was going to direct the film um yep and then i believe either peter jackson's production company and maybe neil blomkamp helped make them but um 
uh, you remember the live action Halo 3 commercials back in yep. the day, um, which were super cool. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if that was maybe an attempt. I mean, other than to advertise for the game, but maybe kind of test the waters for how like to a live action movie would, would work. Yeah. Uh, but it just ended up not going anywhere for whatever reason. And then, I don't know. It's disappointing because yeah. Neil Blomkamp's follow-ups to District 9, I don't think were particularly good. Chappie was okay, but eh. Elysium, I thought, was pretty boring. But I think he can definitely do a gritty war film mm-hmm. very well. Yeah. Um, I think he has a lot of talent. I'd like to see him come back with a good movie. And I would like to see Halo get made because... Yeah. Again, it could very, very easily be uh, turned into a screenplay. I, I don't doubt that. Yeah, I mean, there's so much content there to go on. Yeah, just very straightforward sci-fi action film. Yeah. Like you have everything that audience wants. Yeah. So, um, for me, I think it's honestly, I don't, I don't know how they're going to do it without making it seem really campy. And over the top, but I think a Zelda movie would be great. I just it needs the right vision and it needs to have the right tone. But I think there is some really great stuff you can do with Zelda. The world building is already done for you. You already know how to like the the game and how you, I mean you already know the game, so you know what you can build the the movie world around. And you have all these different creatures. It's already all right there. It's just building a compelling story in there. And figuring out design elements that aren't going to come off and completely campy, I think. Uh, but I think you, you can make a great video game movie off of Zelda. I just, I just don't yeah, know. I, th- I don't know I how you exactly could. you would, but I think it'd I mean, be a big risk. It would be. I mean, there was that rumor Netflix was going to get a Zelda show a long time ago, a live action Zelda show, and apparently that was nipped in the bud. That's just a false rumor. Or maybe they were just in talks. They mm-hmm. were never really seriously discussing it. Just I maybe th- had a meeting, but. I think a Metroid movie would be pretty damn good. I think a lot of those sci-fi type video games are the ones they that could translate really well, adapt well to screen. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, that's a that's a great option. That's yeah, a great option as well. I mean, I I'm actually looking forward to the Uncharted thing. I think Uncharted could I think easily going to be really good. I think it could easily be a modern Indiana Jones. Well, yeah, kind of those the more modern Naughty Dog games. So many of them, they're like almost movies. Anyways, the Last of Us, like I, the I Last feel of like Us, I was watching there was the, movie the entire time. Yeah, again, that was another one years ago. There was talk of that maybe getting an adaptation. Mm-hmm. Like Maisie Williams was attached um, to it. Mm. They just gotta. They can't. but I think that fell through. Of course, the problem is, is I don't think I don't know if the story would necessarily benefit from a film adaptation when the right. game is already almost a movie. Well, the thing right. is, is that they don't, when, when I say like a video game adaptation, if they're going to do a video a movie based off the video game, they have to come up with a completely new story. Mm-hmm. Cause for me, I see no point in watching like I, for the halo movie, I would see no point in watching the halo movie. If it's just the exact same story that I've played through the video games, just at a much shorter, like a much shorter length. I, I would, I want to see, yeah something new with these characters that could be canon but there's a new story yeah. that's compelling i don't think you can right. ad- i don't think you adapt the video game kind of like do something with what they did with reach where yeah. it wasn't centralized around master chief and you introduced 
different that, areas. I mean, that's great, too. But, I mean, I'm okay with it being centered around Master Chief. Just tell a story that we haven't played in the video games with yeah. Master Chief. I think that's what's there. But um, that The director, is it the one who directed Detective Pikachu that showed interest in doing a Super Smash Bros. movie? Yeah. <laughs> that would be interesting. I don't yeah. even know how you. Uh, there I don't is know a, how you would put so, that together. Someone but. said, like at the end of the Detective Pikachu movie, that there's like a Star Fox or something like that, and the shadow steps forward and says, "I want to talk to you about the Smash Bros. Initiative." <laughs> 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 no, no, it's got to be Wolf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got to be Wolf. I want to talk to you about the Smash Bros. Initiative. Um, I would love that. That'd be great. That'd be really cool. They could easily do something fun like that. Like they could literally like this. Vi- this is a video game world you're playing in, and all of our video game worlds are at risk from the master hand, the yeah. the guy who controls all these worlds, and he is coming to destroy us. And we need to come together. Maybe to... they're Thanos. Yeah, that'd yeah. be interesting. It'd be dope. Um, it is. Could he's just the Infinity Gauntlet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he does snap too. Yeah, a lot. Knights of the Old Republic, of course, which we've kind of talked about that in Force Vision already. Again, yeah. I just, I don't, I hope it's not an actual adaptation of the video game. I just, I hope Even it's a it new, was. I hope it's Ooh. a new story set in the Old Republic, and you can use some of the characters. Like, I definitely want to see Revan, but don't adapt the story. Oh, they would Honestly. have to heavily alter it. I mean, because again, yeah. we've talked about this. There are just long sections of just boring bullshit in that game. Yeah, like the whole trial thing. Um, the part where you're walking around underwater in this mech suit that moves at oh like my, half the space I of half the speed that. of shit. <laughs> like, you remember that part, right, Max? No. Oh, I, I think they do the same I, thing in space. I stopped yeah. playing the video game because I was like, all right, I had I'm having some fun with this, but I'm not having enough fun to go through all this dialogue Honestly, again. The, and... the game, the gameplay, it was okay, but the I, I enjoyed the story a lot. I was just, I was heavily disappointed. It was an on rails. It was just on rails action. I was like, I thought Knights of the Old Republic, you were actually controlling your character, like and switching. It's, it's not on rails. You do he, well, it, it, it's during turn the fight, based. You, you it's, literally. It's, yeah, it's yeah. Like oh, there's. Yeah, yeah. But it. Yeah. It's, it's a little so different. Again, because... like you're not really familiar with like Final Fantasy games. No, are I don't. You? I don't care See, for those. Type so, of I liked scenes, it yeah. because yeah. you can, you can pause and think about your next move. Um, but it, it also takes a lot of strategy too so you can't just go up and just start swinging away you kind of have to think about your next move what you're going to do um you can't wait till the last moment to heal yourself you have to you know kind of yeah plan that out um trying to think of other non-sci-fi video games that would be cool god of war that'd be a good one yeah that would be i would be i'd be okay with that I think that that they could do a really cool mythical thing. My oh no, there is a Minecraft I think Dwayne movie. Johnson would be Never great mind. Kratos actually. I think yeah. he could do a great. He already Kratos. did Hercules though. He can only yeah. be one one god. One god. I think it'd be great. Be weird seeing an albino Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, that would be strange. Dave Bautista would be good. Yeah, that could work. Any muscular big old dude would be fine. Not Vin <laughs> Diesel. Yeah, not Vin Diesel. Just yeah. need a pale, beefy Kevin boy. Kevin James could be just to get a get a hunky boy and paint him white. Yeah, that's all you have to do. Um, Spyro the Dragon could make for a fun animated, family friendly film. I love Spyro as a kid, dude. I've been I picked up the Spyro Reignited trilogy when that came out a couple months ago. Yeah, yeah that's coming to Switch. I'm going to buy it for Switch. I think I need to I need to get that. Good fun. It's coming to Switch. Ooh. 
Okay, I'm gonna buy that. Yeah, there. I think there's a bunch of. I mean, there's. There, we could go on and on. There's definitely a bunch of different ones that that would be enticing for like the ones that are centered around more cartoonish characters. Let's see how Sonic does. Let's see how maybe a Super Mario Bros. does. Let's see how uh, like, Sonic a, isn't gonna do. It's not gonna do well. It's not. No, gonna, it's but not. let's see how like. Oh, a, sorry, a boys. Mega I'm Man getting does. a phone call. You can keep going. That's fine. We're actually just about to end up anyway. So. Um, but yeah, there's a whole bunch of different ones. So mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, guys, if you have a video game movie you'd like to see, you know where you can reach us. You can leave us a voice message on Anchor.com or Anchor app. Just download it to your phone. Search for Cinemax Stick, and you can leave us a personalized voice message that we can listen to and be like, hey, this is the video game movie I want, and here's my idea for it. We'd love to hear your pitch, and we would share it on the podcast. We would patch you in. It would be a lot of fun. You can also comment on our Instagram or Twitter or send us an email. All that is great. Um... Yeah, I think that's going to do it for today's episode. I really appreciate you guys listening, and thank you so much for uh, um, you know, coming back week to week as we talk about a whole bunch of new movie things that we come up with. I was really happy with today's episode, talking about video game movies and things that have been and things that might be. Um, so, yeah, yeah, enjoy this episode. Again, we're changing over production. Jordan's going to be gone to across the pond going to the U.K. for two and a half months, so you might see some production change as I get used to it. But I'm really excited to uh, stretch my creative muscles there and see what I can do uh, when Jordan's away. As always, I'm your host, Max Leadham at Max Fozzie. For my friend Tim Reichmuth at Tim Trist and Tanner Rush at Danger Rush. And Tanner's gone away to answer a phone call. And Tim, do you have anything? It's the president. Uh, Is there anything I have to say? No. Thanks for listening. As always. As always, guys. That is going to do it for today's episode. That is Cinemaxic. We will see you soon with a new Force Vision and a new Cinemaxic episode next week. Take care and watch on. Toodaloo.